So we have seen hacking on Colonial Pipeline. We have seen hacking on a JSB, uh, JBS, I should say. We're talking about meat processing, 25% of the meat we see in the U.S., largest meat uh, processor in the world. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. And you have Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, saying to a reporter, these are private entities. They have to ensure their cybersecurity. Does the United States have a role to play in keeping these companies, thus the nation, safe, especially when we're talking about energy supply and food supply? Congressman Trey Hollingsworth joins us right now from the 9th Congressional District, serves on the House Financial Services Committee and Financial Technology and Artificial Intelligence Task Forces. Uh, you have been, of course, watching this. So, of course, we're a, we're, a, we're a state that manages to produce a good amount of food as well. These things have an effect on us. First things first, is the White House Press Secretary correct? Does the United States have no role to play in the protection of uh, food in food production in the U.S.? Tony, she couldn't be more wrong. It is absolutely imperative for this nation's national security that we continue to protect our supply chain, that we protect our food supply chain, making sure that America remains safe from adversaries, whether they're nation state adversaries or whether they're criminal gangs inside those nation states, is the federal government's job. And to say that it is not their job is another area of abdication of our national security from the Biden administration. I couldn't disagree with her more. This abdication, as as you describe it, you call it another abdication. Where would you say the other ones are? Oh, absolutely. Israel, right? Our greatest ally in the Middle East. And Biden was silent for a week about his position with regard to this. Other adversaries around the world, Iran, watched that, wondered if our support for Israel remained as strong as it should. And then again, in the South China Sea, Moving the carrier out of the Pacific for the first time in years sends a signal to China about where America is and how firmly and strongly America will stand against China for Taiwan. Talking to Congressman Trey Hollingsworth right now, the 9th District of Indiana. I want to go back uh, to this idea of the food supply, right? Because if yeah. you can go after and engage hacking uh, against uh, uh, JBS, uh, there are a lot of other groups uh, that can hack. It's meat today. It's corn tomorrow. It's 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 a whole series of things. If Russia is responsible, and that's me saying that nobody is engaging in any level of hacking of a U.S. entity of, of, of this type without Vladimir Putin knowing one way or another. That's my take. The question is, is sanctions the only thing that can be done in response to what Russia is doing? And does the U.S. view it that way? Are they reacting on Russia's what I call aggression? We, we have got to be reacting to this. Look, we developed a strategy post 9-11 to say if you are harboring terrorism inside your country, whether you quote unquote know it or quote unquote don't know it, makes no difference. We are going to continue to engage around the world in low intensity conflicts to ensure that America is kept safe against terrorism, no matter where they may be. We have to develop the same policy and the same strategy with regard to cybersecurity. Russia loves that gangs inside Russia, without their quote unquote knowledge, are taking actions that hobble U.S. production, that hobble U.S. food supply. We have got to go forcibly 
in the cyber world against those gangs and make it known that if you harbor cyber terrorism, the same way if you harbor terrorism that could harm America, there will be strong forceful repercussions. That is what a real national security policy would look like from a cyber perspective. Is there anybody within the Biden administration who shares your view? I hope so, but I haven't seen it thus far. Talking to Congressman Trey Hollingsworth of the 9th uh, District. I want to ask you, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on. I wanted to ask you about the January 6th commission because you were one of the Republicans who voted in favor of it. The commission ostensibly is about taking a look at what happened with the riots, and I did indeed call them riots, that took place at the Capitol. But I also see that commissions get used as political cudgels, as attack vehicles, rather than to engage the idea of understanding they are created to engage in the act of destruction. It has a very Stalinist ring to it. So not putting, that's my view, but I want to understand your view, Congressman. Why did you vote in favor of the January 6th commission? Well, Tony, as usual, you're exactly right. These are used as vehicles to attack political opponents. And look, the reality is no one, by voting no, stopped a commission from happening a couple of Thursdays ago. All they did by voting no was give Nancy Pelosi the commission she's always dreamed of, a partisan commission made up of Democrats that she can handpick to get the results that she wants to hold on to her majority next year. She said specifically, I am going forward with or without Republicans. And my point to leadership, my point to my fellow Republicans is this only gets worse if we don't participate. It may be emotionally gratifying to take your ball and go home, but the reality is without a Republican check, without Republicans hauling in witnesses, without Republicans subpoena Nancy Pelosi herself who is charged with securing the Capitol – The results are going to only be more in favor of Nancy Pelosi. I believe we got to be in the game to win the game. And you're right. She wants to use this to attack Republicans. She wants to use this to bludgeon Donald Trump. And the Republicans that voted no on this gave her exactly what she wanted. No Republicans in the room. No Republicans asking questions. No Republicans subpoenaing witnesses. I think we've got to be in the game to take this back to Nancy Pelosi. You're not going to get me to disagree with the idea of keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer. You're not going to get me to disagree with the idea that sometimes you got to have a seat at the table in order to make sure your voice is heard. But it was obvious and clear, and it is obvious and clear, that there is actually no need for a January 6th commission. The very concept of it is bunk. So while I can appreciate what you're saying, isn't the greater story here that by voting for it, you're giving credence to the very concept? Listen, I think there are questions that we should be asking about January 6th. Here's one that no one's going to ask on a Democrat commission that I want to ask. Nancy Pelosi, you are charged with securing the Capitol. Nancy Pelosi, you've run around and said defund the police for the last year and a half. Why didn't the Capitol Police have the resources and tools that they needed that day? Why have, what have you been doing over the last year that eroded their ability that day? Those are questions that a Democrat-led, made up of Democrats' commission, is not going to ask of Nancy Pelosi. She is not going to get a subpoena, but she is the one charged with securing the Capitol. So I think there are questions that we need to unearth, and the reality is a Nancy Pelosi-led commission is only going to unearth the facts that she wants to hold on to her majority last year. We've got to be better than this. We've got to get in this game to make sure that a fair and balanced view of January 6th comes out. Otherwise, we're going to get the same false narratives that we've been fed since January 6th itself, 
over again up until the election next year so Nancy can try to hold on to her majority. I don't want that to happen. To make sure people understand your position, sir, let me ask the question this way. By voting for a January 6th commission, are you someone saying, are you Congressman Hollingworth saying that you believe that Donald Trump incited insurrection on January 6th? Absolutely not. What I'm saying is that's the story that's going to come out if we allow Nancy Pelosi to lead this commission, to pick everyone on this commission, to tell this commission what facts they may or may not use, what witnesses they may or may not call, what results they may or may not get. She's already determined what she wants out of this commission, and if we give her a body of only Democrats, that's what they're going to get. If we put Republicans on this commission who have a say over the results, who can subpoena witnesses, who can ask questions, who can get out the other narratives, we're finally going to hear the other side of the story. Tony, you and I have heard from CNN and MSNBC nonstop that this is entirely Donald Trump's fault. That is all that is going to be repeated unless we have a bipartisan commission that can get at the real facts of that day, present them in a fair and balanced way, ask Nancy Pelosi the hard questions, and have approval over the results. That's what this was about a couple of Thursdays ago. No one stopped a commission, but the Republicans that voted no gave Nancy Pelosi her commission.